Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome back to the Box to Box podcast. My name is Dan, and I'm here with George, Luke, and Tom. You can say hello if you want to. Hello. Like, hello. Great. And today we'll be discussing the Europa League as well as the Champions League um, and what's going on in terms of COVID and the final eight sort of tournaments that have been set up. Uh, yeah. Should we start off with the Europa League? Yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be a good one. There is so many exciting games coming along. The Europa League looks really good, and I think I'll be watching. I'll be watching most of the games for it for once. I mean, nothing else on Thursday nights is there than the Europa League. Obviously, uh, Luke's team was and Dan's team was knocked out last round by uh, Olympiakos, but we got a few teams in there, haven't we? I don't, I, I don't even know. Like, how can you get knocked out of a European tournament? Like, that's embarrassing, if you ask me. Oh, honestly, don't get me started. Absolutely embarrassing. <laughs> Yeah, it's probably uh, worth mentioning that Tom and George are Liverpool fans as well. That led no sent them, sent them, didn't they? Anyway, uh, <laughs> don't even don't even know that team. I don't even know who they are, to be honest. Um, let's start with with predictions. I mean, it looks as if Man United right now are going to have quite an easy path, at least all the way to the semi-finals. What do you, how do you see their chances in this tournament? Because you would argue that they're probably the most favourable team to win this whole thing. Um, well, yeah. Given their current form, especially after the restart, I would say Man United are definitely favourites, in my opinion. I mean, sure, it looked like the players over the last few game weeks were getting quite tired. I remember certain games against um, West Ham and even that Leicester game that they won 2-0. Uh, they, they just looked knackered, I must yeah, yeah. Um, but maybe this new break will help sort of get the fitness up, restore that like fatigue, and hopefully they can they can carry on from there. Um, yeah. yeah, it's not much to say. They've got they've got Lask at home, uh, yeah. and they've already got a five 0 dub, really, don't they? The five 0 yeah. good. Week. Guys, what, what do you think about this uh, Lask team? Can you give me some information about this? Uh, <laughs> it's called Ganshu with team. Anyone? Oh, yeah. uh, well, they're five nil down in their tie, and that's about as much as I know. Where are they from? Does anyone know? Um, uh, Lask, in no. it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> from Lask, yeah, yeah, they're from uh, they're from Lask. I'm um, gonna I, I'm gonna go on a limb and say that they're. Russian, do you want me to research? Austrian, or an Austrian side. Austrian, oh, oh right. Okay. I mean, if you look at Inter as well, they don't actually have that much of an easy path towards the final. If they get past Katafe, which they more likely are, they've got Leverkusen coming up, and obviously Leverkusen's driving force is Kai Havertz. Um, George, Luke, haven't spoken yet. What would you, what, what's, your, what's your take on this Leverkusen team with Havertz, and how dangerous is he? Um, sorry, just quickly... I'm looking on the website at the moment and it says that the inter Catafe game is going to be a single leg fixture. So are they not, is it not going to be a two leg fixture anymore? Because of- um, no, basically what's happened is, so you'll see a lot with the sort of quarterfinals and those games. Uh, that first leg between Inter and Catafe wasn't actually played. And so instead of having both teams go to both locations, They've set them both up 
in a neutral location in Germany because that's where the rest of the games will be played besides the, the, the rest of the round of 16 games. Um, and they'll just have a one-leg fi fixture. Oh, I see. Yeah. All right, I didn't know that. Yeah, all right, nice one. Um, what was your question, sorry, about Kai Havertz? Kai Havertz at Leverkusen. Um, it's probably his last season there. But a challenge against Inter Milan, which is more than likely after they probably dispose of Rangers. What are their chances against Inter like, really? I mean, as much as... Uh... You know, as as much as I want to rate Rangers in the Europa League and stuff like that, mm. I mean, going up against Leverkusen is is never an easy task anyway. But you know, it'd be in, it'd be interesting to see. Um, I don't know who'd win that game. To be quite honest with you, it'd be a close one. I think it'd be a good one. It'd be like a mm. it'd be like a final match, really. I think. But what do you think, Luke? Uh, it's tricky to tell. Obviously, you've still got Inter to play Jataf. They haven't played at all. And surprises always has, always occur in football. So you could see Jataf just going through. There's no, there's no reason to rule yeah. them out. Um, their current form is uh, it's not great. In the last five, three losses, two draws. Compared Inter? to Inter's... Uh, that's Jataf compared to oh, right. uh, Inter's two draws and three wins in their last five. So on form, it's favourable for Inter. I think the majority of the football crowd would be voting for Inter to go through and sticking with that, saying they do. Um, obviously, Leverkusen also in pole position to qualify the Rangers, 3-1 up, and then they have the home advantage in the next leg. Um, I think Leverkusen may like, they won't be going with the same confidence maybe they would knowing Kai Havertz was still going to be there next season. Obviously, they know this is him bowing out, most likely, with a move to Chelsea on the cards. So it's, it's sort of quite even because both teams have players within their ranks that are key figures in their squad and there's no guarantees of them being there. Um, that doesn't exactly lose confidence into the team, does it? Knowing their best players that essentially can carry them won't be there. So it's sort mm. of really sort of balanced mm. out at the minute to how it will end. It's, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a hard one. I think Atafi are completely out of their depth, personally. I, I don't see them getting past into in one leg, let alone two. No. One leg, I think, will be in Inter's favour completely. So, I imagine them going through to face Leverkusen. Big talking point, I think, for us, where our knowledge really lies is with um, Man United and Wolves. Wolves especially, it's kind of all for all nothing for them now. No Europa League football unless they win this. And if they do, they'll get Champions League. Yeah, Champions do they really League. have a chance? Well, I mean... It's it's one all on the in the first leg, sorry, and they were at um, Olympiakos. They've now got to come to uh, the Molyneux. So, I mean, as you said, they haven't got anything else to play for. So, why would they not just go all out for it? They've done brilliantly so far with squad rotations and keeping players fit um, to stay competitive in these types of games. And I. I can, I could see them going most of the way. I think uh, it'd be it'd be so nice to see like an Inter Wolves final or something like that. Can mm. you imagine? That'd be brilliant. Oh yeah. Well, if Wolves were to get to the quarterfinals, they would probably have to face Sevilla, who personally are my favourites to win it all, which is a bold statement. But everyone has to underestimate Sevilla every year, and for the past five years they've won three, haven't they? 
I don't know if it's the past five years, but they like under under Emery, they have they have won three. Yeah, yeah. In the past in a row, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So they they are very very professional when it comes to the Europa League. I mean, they they just they knock it out. They they smash this tournament. Mm. Um, yeah, I think Man United would arguably be my my favourites. I must admit, but yeah, we we'll get past yeah. that. Luke, George, who are your favourites for this whole thing? I mean, there's so many great teams. We haven't even touched on Roma yet. We're still there, big team in the, in, the, um, in the European picture. What do you think? Go on, Luke. For me, for me, it's between either Manchester United or Inter Milan. I think a key reason to Sevilla winning three in a row when they did was, part, was Unai Emery. Um, obviously, it didn't quite work in England, but obviously the chemistry he had with the team in Sevilla, the tactics is what worked for them. Uh, so I think having a key part of that team not there sort of for me rules them out of being favourites. Manchester United look set to beat LASK and then either, as you said, against Copenhagen or Istanbul. Uh, what Bas- a challenge, eh? Yeah, Bakashkin. Something like that. Yeah. So they're sort of very favourable to at least reach the semi-finals. But with that, you can consider Oli has Champions League football next season. That's that's the real reward of winning Europa League of winning the Europa League. Sorry, mm. um, I think I think Inter Milan they just edge it for me between the two. What about you? I think they set up better. Um, I think I could see Inter Milan going on to win it purely because they're just you know they're they're quite dominant anyway. But as Tom said, Sevilla are a good side and they know how to play these games. Um, but you know, well, as you said before as well, that you still got Roma to think about. Um, but how do you say his name? Baz- is it, is it Baz- it's like Istanbul? It's Istanbul. Yeah. Hey? yeah. Istanbul. Istanbul. No, 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 the other one, Basel. Oh, Basel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're three 0 up against Frank Frankfurt as well, and you know, everyone loves mm. an underdog story. So you never know. Yeah, it's so open. That I would say Inter the strongest, but there's so there's so many good teams. It's going to be really exciting football for for, for once. I know that's harsh to say. I mean, Europa League usually isn't the biggest you know biggest tournament to be watching, but these games are really good matchups. I think that Rangers Leverkusen game second leg is going to be a really good fixture. Um, obviously, Leverkusen have the advantage, but Rangers are always an unpredictable team in Europe. Um, and they've shown that already this season, so that would be really interesting. Um, do you think Inter? Would you say it would be a bad season for them if they don't win this? Because I think it would. I think it would. It would top off. Although they finish second in the league or third, or other one of the two, I think it would it define a bad season. I don't necessarily think it's a bad season, but considering midway through. They were looking at potentially topping toppling Juventus, and Champions League was was looking quite good for them in the group stage as well, having beat like Dortmund. Uh, I think it it'll be a bit disappointing, certainly. But I, considering the massive improvement Conte's made this year, and Lukaku's come leap come on leaps and bounds as well. He's been fantastic, as well as many other players, Brozovic as well. They just they are a quality side. I think they'll they'll only get better next season. 
I think it would be a bit harsh to say it's been a, a poor season, but certainly disappointing. Yeah, I think mm. yeah, that's probably a better way of putting it. Would it be a disappointment for them? Well, I think it's been a bit disappointing for them in the in the Serie A anyway, purely because they, you know, they've just kind of been, you know, they've just been sat like fourth, fifth most of the uh, most of the year, and now they've brought it back in the last couple of games. Got second to be fair, one point behind Juventus because Juventus got a bit shaky towards the end of the season as well. I think they dropped a load of points, um, but. I don't. I don't think it'd be a disappointment if they didn't win it, um, considering they're still, you know, rebuilding their team and and bringing in extra players as well that need time to fit into the squad. So it'd be interesting to see. I'm looking forward to it anyway. Definitely. So, guys, to to wrap up the talk, let's predict the final and the winner. The final. Luke, and the winner. go first. I think it will be between Manchester United and Inter Milan. I think Inter Milan will win 2-1. That would be a good picture. I'd love to see a full English final, really, of Wolves and United, but I don't think it will be. I think it will be... I think it will be Man United Inter Milan as well. I think United will edge it. I think they'll win... 2-1 mm. that's such a yeah it's not such an open fixture mm. Dan yeah I, I I agree as well it'll be Man United versus Inter I just I don't see Wolves having the final quality that they, they need to overturn Inter but I I would say it'll be more goals potentially 3-2 to United I just think that attack that they've got is, is really quite exceptional Mm. At the moment, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to go out on the limb. I say it's going to be Inter and Sevilla. Sevilla are going to make it, and they're going to get banged by Inter in the final, like three 0 I'd say. I think they're going to do it again. They're quite a compact team. They've lost six games all season, and they've drawn a lot of games. And when it comes to like competition-wise, I think having those you know, games where you can draw are quite important, and I think it will help them reach the final. I reckon Sevilla will make it. Shall we move on to the next segment, then, boys? Let's take a let's take a break, and we'll move swiftly on to the next one. You say that every time. We'll move swiftly on to the next one. Keep the ball rolling, as they say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll keep the ball rolling. And we're back. This time we're talking about the Champions League fixtures that are coming up. Uh, We've got a few games left of the, the the round of sixteen. Uh, kicking it off is Lyon versus Juve. Uh, Juve will be playing at home, trying to overcome a 1-0 aggregate loss. Uh, where do you guys think this will go? Juve have to win. They can't, they can't afford to lose to Lyon. Um, yeah, they just can't. It, it would be... It, it would taint, you know, what has been, obviously, another great season in the Serie A if they don't prove themselves in Europe, which they haven't been doing. This domination in Italy has not been correlating with their form in Europe in terms of knockout stages. They have to beat Leon. They have Ronaldo. It's as simple as that. And it, yeah, it, it would be a shock if Leon went through. And I think, I imagine everyone agrees with that. 
you know, it'd be a bit, it'd be a bit embarrassing for them, wouldn't it? Really, if they, uh, if, you know, they they struggled to win the Italian league as it is, and uh, and then they go out to Lyon in the Champions League. I think, yeah, I think that would be a bit embarrassing for them. Yeah. What do you think, Luke? Uh, it would definitely be a bit of a, a bit of a shock, but at the same time, when you look at the sort of the ending form to UVA season, they are starting to dip a bit. So, with that in mind, and the fact that Leon currently have control of the tie with a one goal lead, you could see it. It's not, it's not impossible. Leon has some talented players within their ranks. But yeah, naturally, you'd expect UVA to, to go through. Yeah, especially with Memphis Depay on his way back from injury, I think it could be potentially quite a close game. Uh, mm. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We next go on to Man City versus Real Madrid. That'll be at the Etihad Stadium, uh, and Real Madrid need to overcome a two-one goal difference. Uh, where do you see that going, guys? It'll be a really Exciting fixture. Uh, that's quite easy to say, but I see this going both ways. I would, as much as it, it hurts me to say it, I would quite like City to win this one and to see Real Madrid tumble. I, I, I've always had a natural, a natural feeling that whenever Liverpool get knocked out or don't make it, I will support the next English team because I would rather England English teams were dominating Europe rather than any, any other country. If that makes sense, is that is that a fair thing to say? I don't, I don't know if I'm the only one who feels like that. Yeah, it, it makes sense. Obviously, you'd want to support an English team. I just don't really want to support Man City. That's all. <laughs> no, no. Come on, Chelsea. With <laughs> reluctance, yeah. Um, I think Real Madrid, of course, will give them a run for their money, but it depends with Man City's centre-backs. It, always, it has been all season. It's, it's who, who do they put next to Laporte? So they don't trust John Stones anymore. The rest of them are injured and they've got Eric Garcia, a 19-year-old, or Fernandinho, a midfielder. So that weakness has still not really been solved. They've got Ake. I don't know, is Ake eligible? Can they do that? I don't, I don't, so. I don't no, think he don't is. Think so. so that's going to be a weak point, and Real Madrid will exploit yeah. that. Um, with relation to the two teams, who, who do you think will be the standout performers in this game? The, the key players... I've waffled enough. Go on, Luke George. Um, I think City will control the tie. I think uh, a lot of it will be based around De Bruyne and if he plays Phil Foden. I think mm. the fact that City were able to take it to them at... Wait, what's Madrid Stadium? It is, it is a... Bernabeu. Yeah, yeah. They took it to them in Spain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Obviously, winning the tie. So I feel like that already puts them in pole position. City finished their season strongly. I think just as long as they can get De Bruyne and Foden on the ball and influencing the game, opening up space where there shouldn't really be space, I think it'll be really based on how Madrid deal with those attacking midfielders. Um, well, obviously, I'd love to see um, I'd love to see Real Madrid go through on this one, um, but uh, Real Madrid. Found a bit of form, didn't they, towards the end of the season? Whereas um, Barca dropped off a bit. Um, even Hazard, you know, is injured. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's, quite, he's quite good. Yeah, he's, uh, he's yeah. Gareth, Gareth Bale. Oh yeah, no, he doesn't. Oh, yeah, he's been crap this year. Uh, Benzema's been alright. 
He's been fantastic. Benzema is my my player to watch out for. Everyone underestimates Benzema. He's got 21 goals this season as well. He is so good. He always has been. He Mm. he makes good mistakes and everyone pictures him with that. But for me, I just see a complete forward. I wish he played in the Premier League. He's probably it's probably too late for him now to play in the Premier League. But he would have suited like a if they had the funds, he would have suited Arsenal massively. Um, but what he's done at Real Madrid, cement himself as a legend. I think he'll be causing problems for this game yeah. and if they stay in the whole tournament. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, going back to the third third game uh, coming up, it'll be Bayern Munich versus Chelsea. Three uh, 0 Chelsea are down. And it's in Munich. What do you think, Luke? Uh, game's done. That one's that's finished. Yeah, yeah pretty I much. Consider yes. the quality Bayern showed at Stamford Bridge um, and then tie in the fact Pulisic, Azpilicueta and who else went off in the final? Uh, Pedro. Pedro. Pedro, yeah. Yeah, with those three injuries in mind and you could probably expect to see more in that game. The way the way those Chelsea players sort of tired out towards the season. But in fairness to them, like, a lot of games came thick and fast with everything that happened with COVID-19. Um, but I just think, boy, I'd have so much to outpower them and it will probably be another 3-0. In Chelsea's favour, it is worth mentioning that Bayern haven't played many games for a while now. The season was wrapped up quite quickly. So I wonder whether their fitness or their lack thereof could be could be instrumental in, in Chelsea potentially coming back. But I do think that Bayern Munich squad is is too much to handle for them. Lewandowski's got 11 goals and, and Nabry's got six. That, that's first and third for top scorers in the Champions nice. League. So mm-hmm. they've got goals all over the place. And you Alfonso really, Davies has been exceptional. Sorry about that. That's what right. are you saying? I was, was going to say, you, you, you really can't see them clawing this back can you I mean there's not a lot to say is there no just, not no. a lot finally the last game we have is, is Barcelona versus Napoli um, it ended one all back in in March uh, where do we see this game going it's in I, it's at the Camp Nou I would not be surprised if Napoli just just do them I, the, the Bayern, uh, not Bayern sorry uh, Barcelona the Champions League has always been an odd couple because you would think they'd dominate. They've, they've got the manpower, but they seem to crumble under the pressure of teams that they should be beating. They, they, we saw it with Roma and obviously Liverpool's strong team, but they were 3-0 up. This is, there's no way that Liverpool should have got back in that game. Uh, and I think Napoli are strong enough to take them down again. And Bayern, I'm not, I keep saying Bayern, Barcelona, they're crumbling a little bit financially it's a bit un- unnerving in Catalonia so uh watch out for Napoli I'd say mm, I think there's been a lot of um there's been a lot of conflict between the players the manager and the owners of Barcelona at the moment from what I can remember so it's, it seems like the club's in a bit of a, a shambles so just to also say that the other two quarter finals confirmed will be Leipzig, Atletico, or this round of 16. Does anyone know Leipzig, Atletico and Atalanta, PSG? It's, it's all a bit confusing, obviously, because fixtures, some of the fixtures haven't been played. But which ones are they? Wait, um, what, are you, 
the, the, the teams that are through are Atalanta, Leipzig, Atletico, and PSG. Yeah, so they were playing each other, but that is that quarter, their quarterfinal fixtures confirmed, aren't they? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Atalanta versus PSG. Yeah. If we quickly touch on those, because for me, uh, it looks as if there's two obvious winners. Guys, what do you think for both fixtures? I wouldn't say there is. No. I, you could say that, but we'll we'll go we'll go through the games. Should we start off with Leipzig versus Atletico? Yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, uh, in my opinion, I don't see Leipzig overturning Atletico, especially since they've lost the talisman Timo Werner. Um, I could, they're just, they're so good in a cup competition. I, they haven't been great over the full season, I would say Atletico, but they, they do just seem to get it, it done when, when they need to, except in the finals, obviously. <laughs> but, um, yeah, what do you guys think? Leipzig without Werner is uh, a dud for me. It's it's uh, it's Atletico. Oh, it has to be. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's just another one of those ones where they'll have to be so disappointed by losing to Leipzig for me. Good team, but missing their 25-goal-a-season striker is going to be a massive difference maker. Yeah. I, think, I think with that said, though, like, you, you have no real guarantees that you'll get a strong performance from João Felix, Diego Costa or Morata. Mm. So although they've lost Werner, they've still got a you know intense, high pressure style of football, and that that can pressure Atletico when they're sitting in for eighty five minutes of the ninety. <laughs> and don't get me started. You know they can pick off loose balls, and you never know what happens. So yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't say there's a favourite in that fixture for me. I think that is really up to the gods. Up to the gods. The football gods will decide. Best way of putting it. Um. Atalanta, Paris, PSG, uh, no Mbappe. Uh, no Mbappe. Ilicic is depressed. Doesn't want to play football anymore. Have you heard about that? Who no. is? Sorry? Ilicic. Oh, so, yeah. Have you, heard, have you all heard about that? What can I explain? No. I, 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 I didn't know. I haven't heard of him. So, Ilicic was allowed to leave Italy to go back to, I want to say it's Slovenia or Slovakia. Please. It is. It's Slovenia. So, he goes back because he wants to go and surprise his wife. So he goes into the house to visit his wife oh, and finds no. out she's been having an affair. Oh. And now, according to not so many reliable reports, but you know, Instagram, I, I, I'll go with it. He's quite depressed and he doesn't want to play football anymore. Jeez. It's quite a, I mean, I don't know how reliable it is, but that's the current story coming out of Atalanta. Such a key player if he's not playing. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a bit of a crazy <laughs> story. Mad. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, he probably just should have stayed in Italy, really. Like, ugh, you know, it's a bit of bad luck. <laughs> it's a bit of bad luck for everyone involved. But um, I, just, <laughs> I just don't see him. I never saw him going through anyway. But this kind of this uh, saga going on Atalanta is quite effective team. What do, what do we all think of this? It's interesting. I mean. Credit, like full credit must go to Gasparini, the, the manager of Atlanta, because that team is is a goal. It's a goal machine. Duvan Zapata and, and Muriel, as well as Idicic, they're they're scoring. They're scoring for fun, really. Papu Gomez as well. He's been incredible during this Champions League season. Uh, it could be a very interesting game. 
I don't know if I if I completely back PSG. They are obvious favourites, but their knockout form is is one to be. I mean, it's it's just it's not it hasn't been great, obviously. Mm. Previous seasons, Paris are always a bit of a. They're very hit and miss, yeah. In, in especially knockout games, they don't normally do too bad in the group games and stuff. But the knockout ones, they tend to um, fall short. I can't remember who they've lost to last season and the season before and the season before, but it was United off. last season. Oh, of course it was. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Lukaku, wasn't it? Rashford, yeah. That's yep. embar- it's embarrassing. Like this, uh, obviously, Man United, great team, but they were so fragile back then. Like last year, it doesn't seem. It seems like ages ago now, but they were so fragile. And PSG literally have two of the best players at their disposal. I don't know what's going wrong there. I, I, it's just as a team, they just don't seem. As a collective, they don't seem like together. I don't have to explain it properly. It's it, from an outside perspective, it's tough. I don't know what's going on in the camp, but they should be dominating Europe. They've yeah. got everyone to do it, haven't they? Mm. Yeah, it, it's it's also true. They haven't been playing much football as a recent because Liga was was cancelled. Mm. Um, they've had the Coupe de France and they've had a few seasons. They've had some friendlies, but they haven't been. Playing as much football as Atalanta, at least. No. I think Paris fly through. That's just my final say on that. That's what I've got. But it'll be, it won't be easy. No, I reckon, it'll, I reckon it'll probably be a better game than Leipzig, Atletico, mind you. But um, I'd like to see uh, Atalanta uh, pull through on that one. Throw a bit of a spanner in the works in the quarterfinals and semi-finals and stuff like that sorry no it would be semi-finals wouldn't it yeah yeah, yeah. what do you think yeah. yeah no we all have a bit of a bit of an underdog and you never know what you're going to get with PSG obviously Thiago Silva's getting on a little bit Neymar the key man especially now Mbappe's out you don't know what he'll be like is he going to run the game or is he just going to fall over the ball <laughs> yeah <laughs> really it's a case of who shows up on the day I know that's how football works anyway, but in PSG's case particularly, are their key players going to show up or is it just yeah. going to be a case of running around a little bit and pretending they're hurt? Who wants it more? Just to uh, quickly go through, just keeping an eye on the time, um, I've kind of, who would you predict is the, the winners uh, officially of Juventus, Leon, Madrid City, quickly? We're thinking Juventus, Man City. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think yeah. that'll be the first quarter. Final. And then we're probably saying most likely Barca versus Bayern. Yep, I think we're okay. on agreement. So let's let's mm. uh, let's do some predictions on that. That that those are some tasty other quarterfinals to catch up with Leipzig, Atletico, and Atlanta, PSG. So what have we got? We'll start with Luke. Barca uh, Bayern is quite mouth-watering. Would you say? I would go with Bayern. I think it'd be. I think it's actually going to be relatively comfortable for Bayern as well. Okay. Uh, I reckon City will uh, will go past Juventus. I think City will win the entire tournament. I hope so. I hate to say it, but oh, I do think they deserve it. That's uh, that's my main argument. What do you think, George? Obviously, we touched on it earlier, but uh, it's a tough one, isn't it? I think 
Bayern Barcelona be a brilliant game. Um, I definitely think Bayern will win that game. I think I think they're a lot better than Barcelona have been this season. Um, and in terms of Juventus City, I th- I think City. To be honest, I think City will probably go on to win this. I think they have been the better team out of the four. I've, but Bayern have been pretty good, though. Saying that, I, I think it will be a City Bayern final. I think, and it will um, be a very good game. Just to say, Bayern and City would have to meet in the semis. Oh, would they? Oh, okay. Yeah. From what I've researched, anyway. Well, I mean, that'd be a great semi-final, then, wouldn't it? You would definitely would. So, what we're we saying then, officially? So, I'm looking at my stuff. It's most likely going to be Paris Atletico in the semis between them two, and then we're agreeing on Bayern City for the second semi-final. So, moving up the tree, Paris Atletico. Who we got? Atletico. Atletico. Yeah. 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 I think it would have to be. Somehow, some way. They'll do it. Yeah. Diego Simeone will be... Clutching his bollocks. <laughs> no, no easy way of putting it, yeah. Oh, God. Um, then the other semi-final would be Bayern City. Now that, oh, Dan obviously has a little bit of bias, I would say. Yeah, uh, as, as a Bayern fan, I hopefully we win it. Um, this season has arguably been the closest... We've come to genuinely being the best team in the Champions League, I think. Alfonso Davies has been exceptional. Again, Serge Nabry and Lewandowski have been incredible. Kimmich, evergreen. I mean, he's still young, obviously, like 24, 25. But what a player he is in centre mid. Thiago links to Liverpool, but he's, he's a quality, quality player. I just... <sighs> Bayern, in my opinion, have arguably been the team of the season so far, like in terms of how many goals they're scoring, like that 7-2 demolition of Spurs. I know Spurs have been awful, but it was it was quite something to watch. And again, with Chelsea, their defence needs a lot of help. Kepa's not great, but they are such a good team at the moment. Hansi Flick's got them supercharged. Hopefully... Hopefully they can overturn City, but again, I'm I'm not sure. Pep Guardiola is obviously one of the best managers in the world, arguably the best manager of the last eight years. Mm. But he does seem to struggle in Champions Leagues, like over over the last few years. Couldn't win one with Bayern again. He hasn't he hasn't managed to win one with City. It remains to be seen. And Aguero, he's out as well for a while so I, I would like to say Bayern clinch this yeah Bayern, Bayern City have such a match in quality in nearly every position I think I think Lewandowski would you know um, trumps everyone again it, it does come back to that City centre-backs problem are they going to trust John Stones are they going to give him a chance or is it just going to be this complete cycle that they've been doing it all comes down to Kevin De Bruyne in the end, for me. I think he's the best player for both teams. And if he shows up like he's been doing all year, they might they might just edge it. It's going to be a tough one. Uh, I'll go with City. I, I, I will. Luke, what's your take? Um, I think 
City have demonstrated this season like how they can be vulnerable on counterattacks. Mm-hmm. They've got a frailty in that back line. If they play Benjamin Mendy or Zinchenko, either way, there's a bit of a liability in that left full-back role. Kyle Walker's been a pretty consistent character in that team, so is Laporte. But as you said, you never really know who, who's going to fill that right centre-back position and are they going to live up to the job, whether it's John Stones, Otamendi, Fernandinho, Eric Garcia. You, you've got a problem in one of them or another, whether it's a bit of inexperience or just frailty. Yeah. Um, and Bayern are well-equipped to, if they decide they do want to counter City, they've got the players to do it, especially the likes of Serge Gnabry. You'll just absolutely blitz through that back line with his pace. Um, but if City can get on the ball, if they can dominate, dictate play, I would fancy City to win. Hmm. Mm. George? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be such a, it's going to be such a tight game, I think, because Bayern are such a great side and they've got so many good young players in there that are proving themselves in, in, in the Bundesliga. Um, like Alfonso Davies, for example, he's, he's brilliant, lightning quick, um, with Gnabry as well, the man who wasn't good enough for. What, what was it, Birmingham or something like that? West, West Brom. West Brom, that was it. Yeah, the man that wasn't good enough for West Brom was fucking torn apart Tottenham and that. He, he wouldn't get into that team now, mate, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in terms of who's going to clinch that game, I think... Uh, I don't want to say it, but I think it will be City. I think... I think that would seem almost unanimous, favourable for City. So to wrap it up, we seem to be agreed that it will be Atletico versus City. Final predictions. Winner, score, go. Hey, I'll, t- I'll take it first, did it? Um, again, it's tough. I, d- I don't think there'll be a lot of goals in there if, if Atletico are involved. Must have been. Hmm. Mm, I've, I've thought the same. 1 0 City, Sterling. Yeah. I reckon Sterling's got it in him. Oh, yeah. To Great. do the madness. <laughs> oh, my. I'm going I'm to say it's going to penalties. It will be a dry final if Atletico are there and it's going to go all the way to pens and City will clinch it there. Mm, yeah, I, I think I'd, I think I'll agree to be honest. I think it'll be even more boring than the Tottenham Liverpool final mm. because that was, I mean, that was a fucking boring game. Um, yeah, I think I think it'll end up either being one 0 or it'll go to penalties and set your win on penalties just because we know how um, Atletico like to play with fucking fifty men behind the ball if they could allow that. But yeah, um, yeah. That's what, I, that's what I think it would be. And Luke? I will back City to win 2-1 in extra time. I like it. City to win the Champions League. That is our final prediction. And that wraps up the episode. Next episode, it looks like we'll be either talking about VAR or we might uh, venture into another piece of genre for the podcast, being film. We shall see, won't we? Oh, yes. Oh, and maybe transfers as well. We'll have a look at transfers. Transfer news. Yeah. yeah. We are undecided, but we will be back sooner rather than later. Sorry for the short hiatus, but going back to normal life, it's been busy for all of us, I would mm. say, but uh, we're, we're looking to bang these out a little bit more often. 
So thank you for listening. Nice. And one. we look forward to recording and releasing to you again. Nice one. Cheers. Yeah. See you later. Yeah, fantastic. Cheers. Bye.